This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. From this Bernstrahl, New Jersey, to the shores of the Delaware River in eastern Pennsylvania, this is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. We're rolling dose again. And this is episode 315. You look like a giant eagle with fire all around you. That's right. Uh, egg scandal at the vegan bakery really is getting out of control. Um, send your thoughts and prayers for him because honestly, we're not. Even I think sure he's hired country. the ghost of Johnny Cochran to help him out. It's probably. I think he, that's what he needs. It's it's really gotten that bad. Um, so you know, Jay, we're praying for you. And, you know, let us know you're okay. Yeah, come back soon. Yeah. So it is Pride Week here in New York City, and well, the New York City area. Um, it's funny because I once again scheduled something during the pride parade, which I once promised a German woman I drove an Uber ride that I would go to. And uh, I'm going to be going to the United States men's uh, quarterfinal this Sunday. So, and I found out basically it was pride day because I invited some friends and they were like, oh, but we're going to the pride parade. And uh, yeah, I, I fail once again. That's on Sunday, Sunday. Yes. Sunday. I will be in Atlantic city for the warp tour. <laughs> and I got to say, uh, I'm, I know I've mentioned this on the show before. It is one of the more fun days to be in New York City. Yeah. Oh, man. It is like, it's so crazy. It's such a party. I am kind of bummed that uh, I will not be in the area as well. Yeah. I, I remember I drove this German woman. I dropped her off at Journal Square. She was going to the Pride Parade. She's like, I'm going to the Pride Parade. Have you ever been? And I'm like, no, I actually haven't. She like hit me from the back seat. She's like, oh, you got to go. It's so much fun. And I was like, <laughs> I promise you, next year I will go to the Pride Parade. And that was three years ago. So, fail on this part. <laughs> but well, it's kind of, I, I don't know. I'm just going to say it's your quote unquote job to go to the game. Let's just it, pretend. This is true. This is true. So, uh, plenty of soccer action uh, coming up, and but plenty of soccer action to recount. And we will do it in the order that it happens. So, first up, United States men's national team got their sweet, sweet revenge against uh, Trinidad and Tobago, winning six. To nothing, a rather convincing victory for Greg Berhalter's team. Uh, the kind of game that you want to see against what uh, is perceived to be an inferior opponent. Plenty uh, to talk about in this game. Uh, Truman, what are your initial thoughts on this one? Uh, it was a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's my initial thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's lay yeah, Let's let's not even do let's likes and dislikes. Uh, because we, we can start doing that next week when the Red Bulls start playing again. Right. Uh, yeah, this was a great game to watch. And, and believe it or not, I actually watched this game as it happened. Because, okay. Yeah, because I was at a wrestling show uh, helping out that night. But the power of the phone, I was able to put my phone down at the table. I was ringing the bell, so I had the, the game right there. And the really funny part is the guy that was doing the ring announcing Mm-hmm. He was also very intrigued in the result. So he would make an announcement, and he kept looking over, looking over, checking my phone, checking it over. And then we're, we're doing hand signals. We're doing like two, zero, three, zero. Like we were like hand signaling every score. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, what I mean, 
Do you, didn't you say five nothing? And I think I said three, right, last week? I, I, I did say something high that I wanted to see five or six nothing, something like that. So um, wow. I, I got definitely it. got my wish. You I got, got my it. wish. For yeah. sure. Uh, you know, first off, obviously what many of our own fans care about, Red Bull, uh, Red Bull defender Aaron Long with a brace. He's the one who got the scoring started in the first half with a header off of a phenomenal cross by Christian Pulisic. And then he capped it off uh, with a, a goal at the very end of the game when uh, it kind of looked like Trinidad stopped playing. But, yeah. hey, we'll take it. Right? That's right. We started it and we finished it, damn it. Yeah. Uh, so many accolades to go around. I mean, even though he didn't get on the assist board or the uh, goal, she- goal sheet this one, Tyler Boyd still continues to impress. Uh, Christian Pulisic, you know. Yeah. Light years ahead of anyone uh, ever in the in the pool at this point. Um, Weston McKinney with another great game. Um, but then there's the two that I think deserve some kudos who still get some shit. Uh, Michael Bradley I think has had uh, two very fine games right now in uh, this uh, Gold Cup, and I shit all over him last week. <laughs> Giassi Zardes. Yeah. Giassi's artist had two very nice goals. Uh, and you know what? His hold-up play and passing were also on point in this one. So I don't think he's the striker of the future. I don't even think he's the striker for the knockout round. I think you go Josie. Uh, but uh, credit you got to give credit where it's due, and he, he did have a hell of a game. Yeah, just, I, you know, it, it was exactly what you wanted was just an ass-whooping. And then, uh, again, I mean, we're not playing the toughest of competition. Mm-hmm. Uh but to win six nothing, you know, to two games, not give up a goal. Mm-hmm. These are positives. These are yeah. good things. Mm-hmm. And that game could have been easily eight nothing because they rang a couple off the crossbar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think Zardes himself narrowly missed a hat trick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it, you're right. It, they are minnows that we both we played in both these games. But one, there's a steady progression. Um, they played better in the second half than they did the first half against Venezuela. They played better overall against Guyana. They played even better against Trinidad and Tobago. The only interesting thing will be coming up, you know, Burhalter would be wise to rest some players uh, with such a tight schedule. And right. uh, it'll be interesting to see how that affects the chemistry. And it is unfortunate that they are ending with the toughest competition in the group, which is Panama. Um, but right now, all things are looking up. So uh, can't. Can't get be just too disappointed. You think they, you think they take the foot off the gas against Panama? I don't know if they necessarily do that, but I do think you're going to see some. I think Giassi, I'm going to call him sitting this one, uh, and Josie Outdoor getting a run out. Uh, I would. Uh, the scary thing is, I could see Will Trap coming in for <laughs> Michael Bradley, um, because again, you want to you want to save those legs for the. Uh, the knockout rounds. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think a few guys, yeah, you will see on the bench uh, for this upcoming match, but eh, hopefully they can at least get a tie. Cause if they get a tie, they finish the top of the group. Hey, I have a question. Where is Caracal? Caracal. Curacao? Yeah. Where's that? Somewhere in the Caribbean. <laughs> because they're playing in front of about 25 people against Jamaica right yeah. now. My cousin got married in Curacao, and that's about all I know about Curacao. Wow, it has a little wiggly sign on the sea. Oh, and I think whenever the Netherlands plays in uh, the World Baseball Classic, I think half their players are from Curacao. Hmm. Yeah. 
So those are two Curso facts for you people out there. Um, United States does play tomorrow night at 8 p.m. against uh, against Panama. Uh, I Jade is not here, so we don't have an agenda. So I yep. forgot all the finer details. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on FS1, but I forget where they're playing. So. Look, I'm going to look it up right now. Cool. Because I have the internet. Internet. I'm sure it's going to have it on here. What is this holy and confusing thing called the internet? So let's see. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Nine o'clock, FS1. Oh, nine o'clock, okay. Oh, it is in... I don't know. Doesn't say. Uh, oh, I'd say in Kansas City. There you go. So at, uh, whatever that park is called now in Kansas City. It is called Children's Mercy. Oh, there you go. All right. I didn't want to say live strong and give What's-His-Face some credit. <laughs> so uh, with that all being said, do you think the, re- the U.S. comes out on top of the group uh, in this one? Or yeah. do you think there's a letdown game? No, I don't think it's going to be a letdown. I think they're going to win this game, too. Um, maybe, like, yeah, they, they do throw in some more subs. But, I mean, I don't see why they couldn't win to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, I, I'm, Kansas City is a great place for the U.S. team to play in. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's a great place for them playing in the whole tournament because they're just playing in, in the United States. But, I like, again, Kansas City seems to be one of those great uh, U.S. team strongholds. Agreed. Uh, and I think fans are going to pack the place for that game for sure. Yeah. Kansas City usually does a pretty good job uh, of filling up the stadium for these games. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if a lot of U.S. tickets have all of a sudden sold after that 6 nothing win. Uh, I mean, I bought... That's how why I bought my Philly tickets. I was like, oh yes, I'm excited now, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think I checked back to see if the two seats next to me were still available, and they were not. So I think that's uh, yeah, we're gonna start seeing some U.S. tickets fly off the shelves, which is nice. Um, yeah, I, I I think they're gonna pull off the win too. I'm gonna say two one win. I think it's gonna be a bit more of a struggle. I could see if especially if Will Traps in there for Michael Bradley, I could see him blowing a coverage or something. It'd be nice to see Matt Miazga get a run out, uh, you know, give either Zimmerman or Long some rest. Um, Daniel Lovett's in for Tim Ream, who, to be honest, Tim Ream is, might be the weakest link on this starting 11 right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it'd be, it, we'll see what some of these guys can do. Um, again, in most Gold Cups past, Second string has come in this game. So we'll see what happens. And hopefully they will win the group and they will be the 830 game down in Philadelphia on Sunday. Hopefully for you. Yes, for me. Because I don't want to rush around on Sunday. All right. Well, that our next bit then brings us into the powerhouse that is the U.S. women's national team who yesterday played against Spain in the quarterfinal uh, or the round of 16. I'm sorry, the FIFA World Cup. Uh, it was not a convincing victory whatsoever. Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Needing two penalty kicks to get the victory. The second one a bit soft, but I do still think a penalty. Um, yeah, there was a lot of questions coming in after this game, especially pointed at Jill Ellis. Uh, what, what are your initial thoughts of this one? Well, yeah, well, I know a lot of people said, uh, and I only know so much about the other women teams, but they did say Spain was much improved. Uh, so they're playing a better team, but uh, I don't know. They they didn't look great. They really didn't. And the that that gaff from the goalkeeper leading to Spain's only goal was horrific, especially after you just scored. Yeah, I mean, it happens what like two minutes later, um, you give up a god awful goal. Uh, 
I don't know, but sometimes in its tournaments, maybe you need the wake up game. And we know they're we know the US is a really good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is what they needed, this strong kick in the ass. As as for the second penalty, soft, uh, my thought is that there just wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. Agreed. You know, it was called on the field and Agreed. you just couldn't look at that and say, Well, nah, you know what, we're not gonna call it. And they just had to s- stick with it. Agreed there. Um, I, I, you know, it, that, yeah, the goal for Spain was very worrisome. I mean, I know a lot of the question marks uh, going into this game, into this tournament were at the back. I mean, could these uh, group of keepers replace Hope Solo, who for all her personal demons was phenomenal in the net. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is probably the first game where she was really tested and yikes, you know, <laughs> that yeah, really, yeah. That, that is worrisome. Uh, I think some of the other worrisome is that Alex Morgan did not have a great game. Megan Rapino did not have a great game. I mean, there were there were balls over the top that Rapino just seemed to stop chasing. Uh, I don't know. I know there's a lot of people who think Morgan is carrying an injury. Rapino, I, I don't know what was going. Maybe she's gassed at this point. Um, the one thing that I think could make U.S. fans hopeful is one: you have backups beyond backups for those players, if uh, need be. I mean. That's another thing I think Joel also was rightfully criticized for, not making a substitute, I think, till the 80-something minute. I mean, you know, what, what was she thinking? That's crazy. Um, I, at the, and it's if she trusts the exact same starting 11 out on, you know, Saturday, or I'm sorry, Friday. Um, I mean, I, they're all going to be kind of gassed. Uh, so it, the hope is that she'll certainly make some changes uh, maybe start Crowley Lloyd in for Morgan, Mallory Pugh out for uh, Rapino, and see what happens. Um, you know, the, the one plus is Lindsay Horan has been a force in this tournament, and she was kept out of this one uh, for most of the game due to card accumulation. So she will be back at least. Uh, so that is a plus. Um, my, my thought here is that how many – how many people can you plug in when you are playing the host nation yeah. in what will be probably the biggest game of the entire tournament? Yes. You know, yeah. how, do you, how do you not run your big names back after start again? Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- wh- what do you do here? What do you do? Do you just throw the stars out and sub sooner than later? Or do you start other players and sub in your stars later on? It, it's... <laughs> you're playing freaking France, man. Yeah, I mean it's a good problem to have. I mean, we know these a lot of these girls, women on the bench are you know are starting caliber and probably would be starting on many of these other teams uh, if they were on them. Um, Kristen Press is great. Uh, Carly Lloyd, uh, Mallory Pugh, all excellent players. Um, it's a good problem to have, uh, and I, and I do think they can get the job done, uh, summing some of them out. Um, I, I, don't, I obviously can't do a complete overhaul of the team. I don't think you can put Ali Krieger in the back. Um, but, you know, it, it's. Uh, I think they can do it. And let's not forget, as bad, we did not look good in our game yesterday, but France also did not look good. No, in, true. In their game on Sunday. And they played a lot more minutes than we did. Yes. Yes, it did. So, uh, hopefully Ellis had a plan and is going to execute that plan to perfection on Friday. Uh, so, that is this Friday. I believe on Fox proper, as they usually have been. Uh, USA takes on France in the quarterfinal. Uh, what do you see happening in pretty much the match of the tournament? I hope that it's exactly what Rapino said it was going to be. 
Mm-hmm. I hope it's a shit show. <laughs> I want it to be a shit show. Uh, I would love for this to be a tough physical game. Um, unfortunately, how tired are you going to get if you make it too much of a physical game? Right. How do you call this game? This is a really, really tough one to call. Does the U.S. completely step up, or do they continue to look a little, uh, a little soft uh, against Spain? <sighs> Man. I mean, I, I guess I can't pick against the United States of America, right? I mean, we yeah. can't we can't pick France, right? I can't say France is going to win. I guess I'm going to have to say the U.S. wins. Um, I'm going to say the U.S. wins this on penalties. How about that? There you go. And they are going to be completely exhausted after this game. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh man, the 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 French fans will just uh, light Paris on fire when they lose, which will be awesome because <laughs> uh, the French and French Canadians love to do that kind of stuff. Like the burn stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's go nuts. But yeah, I, I, this is going to be an awesome game for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, that's my hope. I hope that both the, I, I wouldn't be shocked if both France and the United States looked past their opponents in the round of 16. And it's, that went a long way to going how pure, poor they looked. Uh, and I hope they both bring it and I hope it's a great game. I hope I'm on the edge of my seat the entire time, but with that ending to be a United States win, I'm going to go two one. I'm not going to go penalty kicks. I'm going to go extra time win. So I still see this going 120. There's no, there, eh, there's still a question about it, but eh, not that much of a question about it. <laughs> All right. Well, and that brings us finally. Oh my God! To the reason we started this podcast, which is the New York Red Bulls. They're back. Wow! Finally, they're, they're the only team that back. hasn't played. Right? I mean, geez, Louise looks like everyone else already played a game or two at this they, point. That is right. And the Red Bulls this week. Face off against the Chicago Fire at home at Red Bull Arena, 8 p.m. Friday night. Uh, they will be on probably MSG. We'll see if I have to correct myself. Uh, I should have just kept the MLS app open, shouldn't I? Listen, yeah. everyone, we did not write an agenda. Nope. We don't, we don't do it. That's what happens when the boss goes away for so long. We just start to really slack. Yep. Actually, you know what channel it's on? Oh no! Oh no! It's yeah. on Unimas. Unimas. Oh my God! That means no one gets to watch it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, nobody gets uh, high, high definition on that one. So you better come to the stadium. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if enough people forgot that this game is on. That tickets are so dirt cheap on StubHub that'll be no problem. Especially since the fires suck. Yeah. Uh, Actually, they don't suck as much as they used to. And I, for some reason, closed MLS instead of looking at the standings real quick. Uh, Chicago is right outside the playoff uh, bracket. They're actually tied with points uh, with Toronto FC at the bottom there. Sitting in eighth place, they have a four, four win, six loss, uh, seven draw record at the moment with a plus one goal differential. Here's the thing. As far as I know, I don't. I believe. Well, Chicago Fire is at least uh, missing Jordy Mialovic, who's with the United States national team. But we are missing uh, Michael Murillo, Kamala Lawrence, Aaron Long, and Derek Etienne Jr. So that means more Connolly time. Everybody, get excited! Oh, you know how our <laughs> fan base loves to treat Connolly. Oh, oh, boy. So, with those thoughts in mind, Truman, what do you see happening this weekend against Chicago? Well, the good news is I just saw this afternoon that um, I 
believe Neymar has signed with the Red Bulls. Is that what he said? He's making his big return? Sure. Oh, wait, no, he's going back to Barcelona. He's not coming to the Red Bulls. He's yeah. just, oh, all right. Never, never mind. Okay, so forget about that. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't even know who's on the team anymore. I don't. It's been so long. I don't even. I don't know what season it is. I don't know the record. I don't know what's going on. Um, are they? Are they still wearing those like old blue jerseys? Right? Gonna... If it's 2006, uh, I think they're bringing in Danley Borman and Tim Cahill on loan. Yes. Yeah. Clint, Clint Mathis is back. Thank God. Yep. Uh, Kondul will be in net for this game. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird because it feels like forever, and especially feels like forever when you get knocked out of the Open Cup in your first game. So you yeah. know that hurts a little bit too. <laughs> um, and, and like the other teams have played games, but all right. If we're if we're doing a, a prediction of this game, um, I, I'm going to give the Red Bulls the edge. I, I I don't know. They're playing home. They're rested. Is Bradley Ray Phillips alive? I don't know. That's a good question. That's that's actually a real question. Where is he and what is his status? Because they've had a lot of time off and we still haven't heard anything. I feel like I've seen some tweets from the team saying BWP is back with pictures on the training ground. But again, do you bench Brian White? Right. Yeah. Brian White's playing pretty damn well. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, right. If uh, Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't take him out, would you? No, I wouldn't take him out. Uh, that being said, I mean, I think they're home. Uh, you're right. Chicago does kind of suck. They suck. And I don't think we suck that bad. They have to come out motivated. Um, I'm going to say a 3 nothing win in this game. I think they're going to be pumped up. I don't think Connor Lade's going to cost us that much. Uh, and I think Brian White, I think I think he is going to start. I mean, I don't I don't think BWP's healthy. I don't. I, I don't think he's going to be on the bench for this game. Uh, back in training is awesome, but training and playing are two different things. Yeah. yeah let's not forget when Gideon Ba was back in training, and then like a week later he was cut with a, you know, injury severance or something. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with a three-two win. I do think Connolly is gonna cost us something, <laughs> but I think our our offense is still intact. Uh, Kaku did not go away with Paraguay. We got Brian White. Uh, Danny Ware will come back from his sabbatical in Austria. Which, by the way, check his Instagram. Austria is beautiful. Uh, but um, and then you know the the, the regular uh, rotation of right wingers. So uh, I do see us uh, getting the offense going, but uh, I could see the defense letting in a few. Uh, and that's the, another question: defense is Amro Tarek healthy? I don't know. Mm, yeah, you know, he came out the last game hurt. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But I'm gonna have a three-two win. Jay, I do not believe. Oh, I will tell you what oh. Jay's predictions were. I'm going to tell you right now what his prediction was. Uh, he predicted a 3-1 loss because he thought we were playing in Atlanta. Ah, there you go. So he was wrong. Uh, so I had to inform him that we are playing on Friday at home. So he's going to give us a 2-1 win. Uh, basically said Chicago's not a great team, but we are still missing players, which yeah. we uh, we just talked about. Yes, we did. So there you go. Alrighty. Well, that does bring us to the dumping ground. Uh, the first thing I think we can bring up is that the only Red Bull to make the all-star team was Kimar Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And since he's arguably the best left back in the league, um, that makes a lot of sense. So, and, and to be honest, I think he's the only player on the Red Bulls really uh, deserving of an all-star call. Up <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to kind of think if there was any guy that really stands out. And I mean, through the entire season? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, 
players like like Kaku have been, been playing better now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not throughout the full season. Plus, as most fans will tell you, they're all very happy because their whole we don't have to risk injury. Yeah. Our players don't get injured in the All Star game. When was the last time you saw Red Bull get injured in the All Star game? It doesn't happen. When you see player get because like they don't go in hard. They, right. they, they go at half speed. It's I, I am definitely not as anti All Star game as I am before. not. I am not. I love it. It's like the annual freak out. Oh, oh what yeah. happens? Nothing ever happens. But yeah, whatever. It's it's going to be a a night off for all the players, so it's fine. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, other little interesting going back to the Gold Cup, which I found, I think is really interesting. Haiti finished atop Group B in the Gold Cup. Uh, they defeated Costa Rica at Red Bull Arena two to one. Mm-hmm giving amazing scenes of jubilation of Haitian fans on TV. Uh, if you can find any cl- clips of it, I mean, it really was great to see these fans just losing their fucking minds. Uh, it really was a nice thing to see. And now Costa Rica knows what it's like to get upset at Red Bull Arena. <laughs> well, listen, that's the pure power of Derek Etienne Jr. There you go. That was it. He used he used his home, home field advantage to power them. Yeah, he's like, this is my house. Damn Not right. your house. So, very good stuff. Uh, all right. I think that is all I have. Anything for you before we go? Uh, added notes. Uh, Sky Blue is still very bad. Mm. Uh, they continue to not win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to give you their last result. I believe it was a, I think it was a two to one, the loss. Okay. Uh, this is not. This has not been the best of times for this team. No. It really, really sucks. Uh, hold on, I'm going to give you. Oh, their their thing is chaos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I talked to somebody who is in a little bit of a know uh, behind the scenes. I've heard that the behind the scenes issues have gotten a little better, um, but there's now obviously the big thing that because NWSL has mandated you need to have showers in the stadium. Mm-hmm. They will not be playing at Yurkak Field next year, so they Thank need God. to find some place to play. Oh, Somerset Patriot Stadium! Here we come. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, yeah, the last the last result was a, a home loss to the to Orlando, two to one. Yeah, uh, and they are missing, I believe, two players to World Cup: Carly Lloyd, and they have a player who is actually on the Cameroonian national team. Which, if you didn't see their freak out against England. Woo. That is something else to look up. It's, that was a whole thing. That was a Good lot grief. of crazy. Yeah, that was amazing. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. Uh, all right. Before I get to that, I, I did want to mention real quick that Fernando Torres announced his retirement. Oh, there you go. So, former Liverpool player. Uh, good player. That's it. All right. So, Terrible Team of the Week. I'm actually going to get back into the MLS. Ooh. It's happened because I know we didn't play, but other teams did play, and Houston got smoked uh, in Portland for nothing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So they got a good proper whooping. Maybe it's one of those, you know, coming off a break ass whoopings. Um, yeah, bad. And Portland, I'm trying to look. They sit, they sit 11th in the standings. Now, mind you, of course, they played uh, a dozen road games. Yeah. So they're yeah. Flying, playing at home. But, um, Houston had a had a chance to jump up. They could have gone all the way up. I think the third in the standings, and now they sit in fifth mm. after that uh, ass whomping. Boom! It's good to talk MLS again. It is. It's nice. It really it? is. It's a treat. I'm so glad things are kind of getting things back in the shape here. 
Yeah, I guess your first crop of players is uh, probably heading back to their teams after with these uh, bunch of knockouts. I mean, Honduras already knocked out of the tournament, so I'm sure a bunch of their players have already gone back to MLS. Mm-hmm. So, um, so more to come this upcoming weekend, that's for sure. Alrighty, then. Wait, now hold on. Hold on, Pat. You have one more thing to do. Oh, my betting? Because MLS is back, baby. You, let's, let's, let's get it on. You yeah. got to look up some games. We All need right. three games. Can I, how about this? Can I just do a Homer uh, betting pool? You're going to go. USA, USA Red Bulls. Oh, my God. All right. If really, that's what we're going with, huh? We're going with it. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, you got two home teams, right? Two, yeah. two teams playing at home. <laughs> wow. Right, I guess I'll let that slide this time. All right, and we get like, we're, you know, next week we'll get more MLS for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, before we wrap this thing up, uh, you can find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, all those good places. You can follow us at Red Bull Rant on Twitter. Myself at PMCTA2 at Truman at the Truman. Jay is at Doctor Stooge. All that good stuff. And if you want to give us that money, you know you can find us on Patreon. So, with that being said, last words before we get out of here. Uh, I don't believe Jay's ever coming back. I think he's vanished. Yeah. I think he's been kidnapped like in X-Files. Yeah, and aside from that, man, come on, Red Bulls. Finally, I get to say it. Let's get this going and win, baby, win. Let's go, Red Bulls, win. All right, so for Truman, Jay, and myself, this has been episode 315 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and go Red Bulls. Bye-bye. Lights.